Everybody enjoys a success story, and when we view media, when we view shows, when we view uh, and read magazines, it talks about the successes. Vicariously living out our fantasies through those who achieved success, it certainly gives us hope that it may and will happen for us. But uh, listening to these stories doesn't do us any favor. In fact, it really warps our ability to see things soberly and clearly because those stories aren't the whole picture. The struggles, the tough breaks, the defeats, the failures. And there are many failures. All of these set the stage for the eventual big win. You know, as I say, it only takes one success to make up for the various failures. And in the journey of entrepreneurship, there are a lot of failures. In fact, failure is the mode. Once you can withstand those failures and build enough of a pile enough of uh, soil from your failures upon which we can learn from then is there a chance at success and then usually that's when success happens but in the story of entrepreneurship and the stories that we see of people various people and their stories and you know where they are now I think it's important today to start to stress the reality of entrepreneurship and that is that it takes failure and being able to rise from failure many times, many, many times in order to reach that point, albeit learning from failures. I mean, even Bill Gates, maybe the most successful business person in American history. It didn't go straight to the top. It's not well known. It's, 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 it's not a well known fact that his first company called Tra- Traffle, Traffle Data. It's actually spelled T R A F O Data. It was an early attempt at using computerized data to improve traffic surveys for governments, municipal governments. Now, Gates and his partners spent countless hours refining their hardware and working out all the details to make the business work. But when it came time to impress the officials who would use, who would be their customers, the the machine went bust. It wasn't working. Now, they were certainly discouraged. They were, I mean, that's a discouraging thing to spend all your time in a particular venture and then nothing comes of it. And it's, I mean, it's that, that, that's, that's failure. Now, although discouraged, it helped them and made them better suited for their real business evolution that was to come. 
Now, to hear one of Bill Gates' partner talk of it, um, Paul Allen, he says, even though Traff Odata wasn't a roaring success, it was seminal in preparing us to make Microsoft's first product a couple of years later. So it was out of that failure, and I would assume it was a catastrophic failure, but it was out of that failure that they were able to move forward with lessons learned, better business acumen, to create what we all use now all over the world called Microsoft. And I'm sure they had many failures prior, but this is just one that we're reading about. But failure is a part of entrepreneurship. Without failure, there is no entrepreneurship. And what I want to stress in this podcast is the fact that in entrepreneurship, we should always discuss failure. It makes up 99.9% of the equation of entrepreneurship. When we succeed that one time, it makes up for everything. Question is, and this is when we start to think more about, you know, when we have family and so forth, can we risk all of that? But that's for a different discussion. What failure and entrepreneurship or really any endeavor where failure is not death allows us to do is to learn and if we have the constitution to withstand that failure to not make it the finale in and of itself then we can move forward and when we do move forward we'll be better We'll be better off with the knowledge that we've gained from our multiple attempts in this endeavor. I mean, life is a constant process of learning, and it's it's a well-worn cliche that we learn more from mistakes than successes because, well, it's true. We learn more from our failures than from our successes. And so it's something that we have to embrace. We have to embrace failure, seize the opportunity by taking a good hard look at where we went wrong. But we must always embrace failure in the pursuit of success because that's just the necessary step to climb, to get to where we want to be. Although it goes without saying that Failure certainly hurts. That's no secret at all. Even after reaching the heights of success, the failures that come are difficult as any. I mean, but like like a wound that heals itself, we end up with a thicker skin once the pain subsides. Being ready to weather every new storm means holding on to the lessons learned from the ones that have hit us before. Our character is defined by our response to adversity. 
since failure is a fact of life, there are ways to deal with it so we'll be able to overcome these setbacks. It's a process that can take time, but responding healthily to a lost opportunity is the only way to really get back on track. Whether it's family, good friends, a favorite book, or a place to visit, it's good to you know, find a way to recharge with familiar comforts. Then get back, get back out of that comfort zone and move forward. And really, it's the fact that this sort of resilience is a requirement for entrepreneurial success. Uh, an entrepreneur is a failure. If we want to define a failure, we need to look at entrepreneurs. Because we are masters in failure. We've mastered it. We've come to embrace it. We've come to accept it. We deal in risk and we learn. We're learners also. Failures are learners. They learn. And if they failed, if we failed many times, then we've learned many times. Remember that failure doesn't have to leave a permanent stain unless really we let it. Now, it's easier said than done because failure is very hard, very disturbing, and some can leave a stain whether we want it or not. It's there. But I guess at the end of it, we all have to factor certain life decisions, environment, and conditions in order to decide what we want and how we should go about it. Losing will hurt. But the best salve, the best way to soothe it is to get back to working on that next project. Firstly, learning the lessons and the knowledge gained, but forgetting the pain. Now, it goes without saying that we can't fool ourselves. One failure isn't the only failure that an entrepreneur is going to have. Not at all. So, (laughs) it's a lot of to climb it's a lot of hard times but again given what it is that we're aiming for in relation to what we're willing to risk and other factors we have to embrace it risk after all is part and parcel of the entrepreneurial experience and at the end of it, once we we failed and hit rock bottom, when we've eliminated the fear of failure, which generally comes from failing, then we've given ourselves the best possible tool and mindset and perspective for getting to where we want to be. Failing isn't the destiny of a certain kind of person, not at all. Failing is a byproduct of trying.
accepting failure as an entrepreneur. You know, much of the media that I consume, that we consume, if you're listening to this podcast, it's all about entrepreneurship in one way or another. Do this, do that. Gary Vaynerchuk push through, do this, focus all day, spend 25 hours a day on your work and so forth and just, you know, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think the, you know, like in your 20s, your teenage years, if you have that inclination, you should go and put your all, like put your all into it and, uh, you know, try multiple things. But... One of my favorite authors in business, Nicholas Nassim Taleb, talks about the general soil, which is failure, upon which success grows out of. But this isn't just individual failures. This is many people fail. America is a nation of failures. People who try, 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 and keep trying. But out of out of that dynamic, out of out of that social construct, out of that continuous motivation and drive, there is the Teslas, the Apples, the Microsofts, the IBMs, the Goldman Sachs, the multiple companies that define America and the world. Companies that are thriving and providing goods and services domestically and internationally. But this comes from a culture of people that are warriors and Spartans in business. The average American is shrewd, perhaps too shrewd in business and the general common knowledge and at the same time not so much but there's a vast soil of failure people who fail and fail and learn from their failures and grow and but there is a larger set the predominant set of just people who fail at an attempt to start a business you know, from competition, from saturation. If a company, you know, there's been many companies that have attempted to start electric cars like Tesla, but for one reason or another, they did not have the particular equation in place to succeed. But out of that, Tesla has learned from all of those failures and succeeded. Failure in entrepreneurship is rampant. And I'm going to talk about my personal failures. I have failed so many times from mistakes due to mistakes, due to oversight, due to negligence, due to lack of focus, due to lack of determination. I have failed so many times in my goals. And uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to really grasp it it's difficult also 
because you know from the news from everything that from all the articles and content that what we're reading about most what i'm reading about most what i see from ink magazine or from forbes or from C- or whatever it's about all these successes and people who are doing this and people who are doing that but there are a lot of failures And I have to admit that I am one of those failures. I have failed in entrepreneurship in many ways. However, I am still striving. But to talk about entrepreneurship and not to talk about failure is to dismiss 90% of what the equation of entrepreneurship is. I have friends who have failed catastrophically to the point where they have to declare bankrupt bankruptcy but they never stopped and that's the thing with the American culture and that's what has created IBM for the you know made America such a powerhouse To feel so catastrophically to declare bankruptcy, come out of it, and thrive. I have friends that have gone through that, and they are quite amazing. But there are some that don't fail to that extent. Some that just fail and stop. And that's many of that's many people. That's many of us. We just fail. Now, discussing failure is always a hard thing because it's we're apt to take it personally. And who knows, perhaps it is a personal thing or it is just a function of various factors that can't be really easily approximated. Environment, competition, and most likely that's the case. Lack of knowledge, lack of insight about where one fits and so forth but again going back to the topic that failure is a hard thing and accepting your failure being content with your failure is a difficult thing that we have to accept and grasp and perhaps even from a philosophical point welcome and in this podcast I'm talking about failure in a general sense but it's really more so about me I'm talking about my failure in business and entrepreneurship and the many failures I have had I won't go too much into them but I have failed in many many ways and I've succeeded in other ways but I've failed more times than I've succeeded and if we are to take it globally I'm still quite negative I'm still running a negative and I guess the purpose of this podcast is just to bring to to, to bring to mind, to bring to thought that failure is a part of entrepreneurship. I mean, in entrepreneurship, we are risking. There's a risk 
And usually we try to mitigate this risk by increasing our information, increasing our knowledge, increasing our specialty, and increasing our expertise, and making sure that we have all the necessary variables to create a function slash an equation that meets or reaches the outcome that we want. Now, sometimes it exceeds that outcome and that's always better, but if we can meet or reach the outcome that at least at least puts us in the positive, puts us in the black, means that we have uh, some positive return on our, on our investment of time, effort, goal, t- uh, inspiration, uh, labor, that's always a good thing. But entrepreneurship being a risk and engaging in that risk is bound to be failures. And within the system, many people will learn from my failures. I might be the soil from which others grow. It's a difficult thing for me to start to and even talk about my failures. It's a very difficult thing. I have to accept it. And as I talk about failure in this podcast, it's really also a bit of a therapeutic session for me. I'm literally telling myself that I have to accept failure in entrepreneurship, at least accept that I have not reached the outcome that I had set forth. Now, perhaps dissecting the reason for failure, that's a topic for another discussion. But entrepreneurship brings with it failures and in embarking on a risky venture such as that. Certainly it's good to visualize success, to plan for success, to do everything possible for success. But if you're like me and you find yourself at a point where perhaps you've not reached the goals, not reached that particular marker, It's all right to accept failure, to say I failed, and consider other options, other pursuits. It's okay. Life is about bouncing back from failures, looking at other things, and perhaps even jumping out of the entrepreneurship game. There's much more to life. Anyways, that's my two bits on failure as regards entrepreneurship. If you have any questions, you can reach me at sambuno.com. That's www.sambuno.com.
Fable.com. And perhaps we can chat more about failure and other aspects of entrepreneurship. Continuing on the topic of failure, uh, I think we I wanted to go into how we should embrace failure and how every entrepreneur should embrace it as a necessary and perhaps the most important aspect of entrepreneurship. It is what we should fall in love with because it is the process of optimizing, refining, and getting better. One thing I wanted to dwell on is that is the fact that success can only come from from failure. Uh, think of a heartbreak. Think of a lost love, something like that. It teaches us to appreciate love better when we have when we experience those failures. Failures, they set our expectations of success. It modifies it. It refines it. It optimizes it. It's through that failure that we, and through multiple failures, that we come to a better understanding of success. I mean, everybody's definition of success is different and will involve evolve over the course of our life and our pursuits. Secondly, it is the case that curiosity naturally leads to failure. I mean, if we're curious about a certain thing, we are going to try to engage it in multiple ways. We'll pursue our interests and passions And in pursuing these interests, we invariably meet with failure in the different tactics we use. But one of them leads to success if we continue and learn from our failures. This insatiable curiosity is what drives our entrepreneurship, and it is also a product. It is inherent within it, inherent within curiosity, is the fact that we will fail at certain attempts to learn, to Optimize to get better, to reach our goal based on the success that we're aiming for. On a third point, uh, it's uh, f- failure is an asset. That's the third point. Failure is an asset. Now, uh, having gone through a bit of the podcast, it's. Uh, I think we can agree and come to the conclusion that failure is an asset because because of our curiosity as entrepreneurs, one of the biggest regrets we have is not trying and then wondering what if it's the fact that with failure 
failure is imagine a farmland and the soil if it's rich if it's organic if it's a good soil in entrepreneurship that's failure in America that's failure because we learn from these failures we learn from others failures and get better and it is this milieu of failure that creates the successes that we have today from IBM to Tesla to Google to many of the companies that we know and love and use and engage with every day and uh, failure should not be confused with quitting no very different things there for many of us the fear of failure is rooted in a fear of being perceived as a quitter or just not up to it the truth is that if we have poured our energy self- selflessly into the thing that we want only to walk away after a, a, you know satisfying or extinguishing all options available i think that certainly deserves a lot more respect than those of us who never tried so failure is not quitting at all failure is the warrior going up to a formidable enemy or a formidable adversary not necessarily an enemy putting all their effort into fighting the enemy not coming out victorious going about their way but this is a warrior they've gone at it they've gone into battle that's respectful that is noble on a final point uh it I want to stress the fact that each failure gets progressively easier it's sort of like in relationships let's say that uh, a young woman or a young man goes into a relationship for the first time you know and even the attempt of going into a relationship is so arduous you know we're, we're trying to navigate our emotions and trying to anticipate and assume what the other is about and uh you know so the first time is uh is uh filled with a lot of consternation but Let's say we go into future relationships with each additional relationship it gets easier to manage ourselves and be free with ourselves and be and be and be comfortable. Now it goes without saying that most times our first entrepreneurial failure will always be the most painful and regretful. Much like the heartbreak I just talked about. However, the process of recovering from that failure if we continue and build up a constitution that gives us a tougher skin to uh withstand these knocks the process of recovering from failure gets easier with each subsequent failure and each each failure teaches us something that will help us evolve as an entrepreneur while 
mean, it isn't the case that we aspire to fail continually. It's simply life, to be or not to be. Understanding that can help us make better adjustments. Understanding that we can and will survive from our failure will make us more effective and confident, or rather confident, an entrepreneur. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions uh, about my failures, because I've had, I've certainly had a lot of failures. If you want to discuss your failures, please reach out to me via my website. That's um, sampuno.com, www.sampuno.com. You can find that on this podcast um, link. And uh, thank you for listening.